Hey everybody, welcome to the Brand Sisters. I'm Claire. I'm Alexis. And we are from Animala Agency where we take brands from unseen to unforgettable. Um, so today I wanted to chat about our, or my, but we share some of them, seven can't live without business tools. Oh yes. Yeah. I love and these you, podcasts. Yes. And please like, you know, give your input too, because okay. you, you use a lot of these too. Okay. Um, so I think it's important, obviously at this point in our business, we want, we want to make sure things are streamlined and we don't want to waste time because wasting time means we're wasting money and we could put that energy elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So I think especially for businesses that are have put, you know, some time in there, maybe not in the beginning. I think at the beginning you feel like you can just put any, all of your time everywhere because you're so excited about it. Right. Um, but I think as you, as your business matures, you want to make sure that you're using your time wisely. So we put together, I put together the seven tools that I think kind of cover all of the aspects of our business. And I think a lot of these tools can be extracted and used in very various industries. Um, so the first one is HoneyBook. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know about HoneyBook before you. You're the one that introduced it to me, and obviously we use it for Animal. We have, and I think you probably used it even before then. But um, HoneyBook is basically a platform where it saves you a lot of time and it kind of keeps everything all together. So we on we use HoneyBook to communicate with our clients. Um, we use it to do contracts. Um, we send our proposals to people through HoneyBook. We have all, we keep all of our communication in there. And that's one thing I really love is that you keep all of your projects within HoneyBook. And so, you know, as you open up each project, everything is kind of kept in one space. You have all of your communication, you have all the files that you've sent back and forth, whether that's, um, you know, brochures and, um, proposals, contracts, payments, all of that all together. Um, and then you can even see and chart the progress of the project itself. So I love that it has the timeline feature, right? Where you're able to kind of check off and, and you can see exactly where each project is at, um, at once, because I think, especially as you're taking on more clients, um, it's really hard to multitask all that and to make sure that you keep everything, um, together. Right. So I think HoneyBook is probably one of those. I'm sure there's quite a few other, you know, businesses and companies that are great for, for, um, you know, that kind of a, a platform. But I think HoneyBook for us has mm-hmm. been awesome. Don't you think? Oh, it's been great. I, I was using it for my photography business before, but not at the level that obviously you and I use it. Um, we do all of our invoicing through there as mm-hmm. well, which syncs to QuickBooks. So it's like a very easy, um, seamless thing. Um, the other thing that you can do is set up like workflow automations, mm-hmm. and especially because there's two of us in a business, it's really great for us to see where we're at with specific things. Mm-hmm. You can set up automated emails. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like that, as opposed to just using like a, like Gmail or something, mm-hmm. that would make me insane yeah. to see like all of the back and the forth and the emails and like which project goes with where. Mm-hmm. So it's so nice to have that project management. We also have like our calendar mm-hmm. in there for um, when people schedule calls with us mm-hmm. um, or we have a link to a scheduler so mm-hmm. people can book through there. And obviously there's so many things that we don't even use right. with it yet, but um I don't know how we would do it without no, yeah. any book. Yeah. There's a couple other that, that I've looked into in the past, and I feel like this one – I feel like HoneyBook in particular you could use for any business. Yeah. Like there's some that are more geared towards like design, for example, that I've been tempted by in the past. But this one 
I think anyone could right. use it and get so much benefit from it. I think that you need, like any healthy business needs something like this. I also feel like one of the things I really like about HoneyBook is how much you can brand it for your business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different project management um, uh, programs, but I like how HoneyBook, like we, we have our we can brand it so well. Yeah. So when things come from us, it's it's very representative of our agency, not just like mm-hmm. a, a client management portal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I really like that too. Yeah. Um, so number two is Pinterest. So Pinterest for me especially is crucial because it's, it's a huge source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, it's really helpful with clients. So I usually require, if not, I mean, some people are not very adept with Pinterest and don't use it very much, but it's really helpful for them to kind of build up their, um, you know, ideas as to what they're looking for with branding or even web design and kind of collect that together. And then we can collaborate because we're seeing the same thing. Um, and Pinterest, I feel like is, it's, it's like searching for images on Google, but it's the images actually look good, right? Like, I don't know who searches for images on Google anymore for like actual visual inspiration. So Pinterest is kind of has taken the place of that. So I feel like Pinterest in particular is good for any sort of aesthetic, um, business and for photography too. I'm sure it's probably really Mm -hmm. helpful. Um, number three is podcasts. So I think that podcasts have really blown up obviously the last, you know, couple decades. But, um, I think in particular, it's really helpful to keep going with all of the professional development. Um, a lot of businesses pay for their employees to get professional development. Right. And so we having our own business, it's crucial. And we obviously are motivated, you know, to do that on our own, but we have to keep learning. Right. And we love to keep learning. We want to keep evolving in our business. We stay relevant. Um, and we know what to offer our, clients in and to work in their best interests. Mm-hmm. So I feel like having those kinds of podcasts that are, um, it's great to have podcasts for entertainment, right? But I think podcasts can also work from an educational standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, and for me, there's a few different podcasts that I listen to the future. F U T U R doesn't have an E at the end. Wait, F U T U R. Yes. Okay. Um, and it's, he's a designer, but he basically, um, he interviews a lot of different, very successful business Mm -hmm. people. So he talks, it's a branding podcast, but he talks with all these different kinds of very successful people who have made an impact, Mm. um, in their industry. And he really dives into like their story behind it. And it's really fascinating. So I think having, and there's like biz buds and there's a couple, there's a few other that are focused on businesses, how to grow your business. Um, but that are really interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of, a lot of podcasts maybe are, you know, either swing way to the entertainment side or like way too, like, I don't know, they talk too much and (laughs) like, it's just kind of a, um, a waste of time in my opinion. So it's nice to find those podcasts that you really love and to use that as, um, as kind of your own personal development. And I, I feel like at least for me, sometimes it's hard to set aside time for that, you know, Mm. because I'm, you know, home working a lot with my son and everything. So it's hard to, to do that. But I think that it's important and it's almost like a self-care ritual, you know, to have that opportunity where you're like, no, I'm going to focus on myself, you know, and it's inspiring. And I feel like it's, it's good to kind of get that re, um, to re-energize your business. I tend to, it's interesting with podcasts. There's like some people that I follow regularly, but I'm not, there's not one show that I'm like, 
I listen to every mm-hmm. episode. And I tend to look for topics that I want to learn about and then figure out if it's so like email marketing, like, Mm -hmm. let's say like that. I want to like learn about the best email sequence, right. Mm -hmm. Or how to do that. I might search like a topic. And I also search people that may not have their own podcast, but that have been on other shows. Mm. So like, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I'll search, um, Don Miller who mm-hmm. like wrote marketing made simple. So I'll search him and he's been on other shows and I want to hear more about mm-hmm. his expertise. Cause mm-hmm. I already trust him and I follow like, you know, his methodologies and certain things. So that's kind of how I consume. And I, here's what, one of the things that happens to me is I get kind of stressed. Like I know I want to listen to a podcast, mm-hmm. but I don't want to spend like, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, uh, the time it takes to actually find one that you want to listen to mm-hmm. on a specific topic. If you're not or if you've already been up to date on everybody. So what I do is sometimes I'll invest time and I just download a bunch. So Mm -hmm. I have some accessible and ready for me when I'm Mm -hmm. in the mood to be inspired Mm -hmm. and educated. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, And then number four is the Google suite. So I feel like Google obviously is going to take over the world. I mean, they, they have something for everyone. Um, But I feel like for us in particular, it's been one of the best things or one of the best features that they have is the commenting right? And editing docs. Um, and I think that if any business is collaborating with other, with your clients or whatever, and you know, you don't have a platform where you're doing that, Google is, is just ideal for that. Right. So we work a lot with clients via Google docs, right? So we put together a copy on Google docs and then we use the commenting feature quite a bit to get their feedback and, you know, tag people, task people, and it's so much more efficient than like hopping on a call. I mean, sometimes we do that and sometimes that's the best way for clients because they want to talk through stuff, but it's nice to be able to do things in your own time mm-hmm. and still be able to collaborate in an efficient, effective way. Yeah. You know, I've worked with um, a couple businesses that have used different management or communication tools. So like Asana, um, which other one did we try? I know, to- yeah. Um, call I can't remember okay so I've used Asana and then a, a company that I worked with where there's a lot of different moving parts and you oh you were doing slack. this too slack right? we tried we tried yeah. slack yeah um Monday and ClickUp okay mm. so I've, I've had I've had experience with working with all of those they're those ones are they have a lot of deep capabilities mm-hmm. for our work with clients the fact that we'd have to like educate our clients mm-hmm. on like we need you to get this here's how you need to use it. That's when like we want to take work off someone's mm-hmm. plate and Google Docs specifically, most people have experience with it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, it's probably the easiest thing to figure out. Mm-hmm. So for us, like a, a doc with the ability to comment, to see revisions, to like works so well mm-hmm. and it's easy for yeah. clients. Like, and again, some businesses may have the need for like a much deeper capability, but for continual back and forth communication for what we do, I mean, it wouldn't, it would Mm -hmm. be so much more challenging Mm -hmm. to like work with something. Mm -hmm. One of the other ones, Google docs just works so well for us. When meetup, right. Google meetup is really good too. I think that we only almost use that exclusively. Right. Yeah. Um, and being able to just kind of keep everything all together. Is that meetup? But isn't it? Is it just meet? Oh, Google Meet. You might be What's right. Meet up? I don't Some know. Like I'm gonna look weird look it up after. <laughs> I don't know. I would not have any experience in that realm. Um, Google Meet. It's Meet. Okay. I'm pretty sure okay. it's Meet. I trust Google it. Meet. But we may have up. it written down. No. Okay. I trust. I mean, I know I could be wrong. 
No, you're probably I'm right on that. Yeah. Think I'm not Google wrong. Meet. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the fifth one is later. Mm-hmm. So this, I did write this a little bit, a little while ago and we are considering switching at this point. Um, not sure if we're going to or not, but I think it's important anyway, just to have some sort of, you know, resource where you can plan your social media content ahead of time. I don't, I don't understand how anyone doesn't have something like that some sort of like planner for social media to get your content done beforehand. And I think if you don't know about batch work, you really need to look into it. And I hope that you can, you know, get your life together. Yes. Um, sometimes I look at some people's posts and you can tell they definitely wrote that that day. And I have so much respect for that. And it's amazing, but I could never do that. Yeah, I could never do that. So I think it's really an efficient use of your time. And we have another, um, podcast about how to cycle through your content effectively, right. And streamline that. Um, and we work with our content a month in advance typically, right. So we develop a month's worth of content visuals and copy, and then we just put it all in later and it just goes. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately at this point reels video content, you cannot, um, automatically post, which is a bummer. Hopefully I think they they changed, I think they just changed that. Oh really? I think so. Oh, well that would be I'm pretty sure I just saw that, but don't quote me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's coming. Maybe I saw an email that it's coming, but anyways. yeah. Yeah. So anyway, having something like that, and I've heard other people use like Planoly and there's a few right. others that I've heard of, but I, the reason we chose later is because we got the most, the most, I don't know, genuine feedback yeah. that I got from people saying that later was the best one. And I, I've been very happy with it. Just a side note on the batch work. Um, it's not just that I think that posting day of or whatever is overwhelming. I don't, I think that oftentimes if that's what you're doing, you're doing it to post because you know, you need to post Mm -hmm. as opposed to actually using wise marketing, Mm -hmm. like thinking about what you have on the forefront, Mm -hmm. like thinking about topics that you should cover, what you're going to be pushing, like what service needs, like I really need to book some more clients here. And then like backwards marketing Mm -hmm. from there, Mm -hmm. like posting day of, you're not thinking of, that's mm-hmm. not strategic marketing. Yeah. And I like, this is why I get frustrated with this, with people's, this is why I, when people talk about being frustrated with social media, it's because you're thinking it's just about, I need to post mm-hmm. as opposed to like, this is marketing. Yeah. And like, what's the objective backwards plan from that? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't know. I know I side note on that. No, but no, no, no. Yeah. I no, think it's, it's so really important. important. So, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so second to last one is pexels. So, for people who you probably do not have much time on Pexels because you are an actual photographer, um, Pexels and Unsplash, when I was told about those two resources several years ago, it like changed my mm-hmm. world. Um, and they're, they're online free stock photos. Um, but stock photos is like, is a very, I don't know, they're not dirty like word Google now. No, 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 no. Yeah. It, they're amazing and beautiful. And there's a lot of more boutique um, businesses that are offering like, you know, mock-ups and, and photos and all that, that are very beautiful and interesting and, and gorgeous, but it, they can tend to be kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for people and for myself too, even before photos are done for clients, for us, oftentimes I will use Pexels or Unsplash just to get some visual inspiration that is, um, that I'm, that I have the rights to use. I yeah. think that that's really, really important. And we could devote a whole nother podcast on that, but so many people use Pinterest as this free resource mm-hmm. and it's not free. And all of those photos, majority of those photos, if not all of them are 
somebody's property, right? And, and so stealing when you use them. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> and and you should at least credit. And people are starting to do that more. But oftentimes people just credit to Pinterest and like it's not Pinterest's no. content. So it it is important to make sure that you're using copy that um you're being honest about. Not just for like your integrity, but also for legal reasons. Yeah. You could yes. get someone could come after you for something like that. So using content that you are free to use and all that content on Pexels and on Splashes you're able to, you know, use it. It's nice if you credit the people, right. but you don't have to technically. So how do you use that? Like what is the use for Pexels and Unsplash for what you do? Usually, usually two ways. One is that in the initial phases of trying to develop the visual direction, mm-hmm. I will pull in some images to go along with color palette and and font choices just to give them a look of like, what is this going to all look Mm -hmm. like together? Cause if you're just putting in photo or you're just showing them color palette, sometimes it can be, um, it's not giving a holistic view. So it's helpful just to kind of give that visual, even if it's just giving an idea of like textures Mm -hmm. and you know, how things would be placed and what kind of photos you'd want, you know, um, that's really helpful. And then the second is, um, just to kind of go along with the branding. Sometimes if, a client is not doing photography with us, then I will pull in some photos just to beef up like their brand deck, yeah. for example, just to show like along going along with your um, visual suite mm-hmm. and all of your copy that we put together for you for branding. These are photos that kind of just paint the full picture. Yeah. And it's not that they're using those photos. No, it's yeah. like your portfolio, yeah. your, um, like if you were giving them like a magazine to like, mm-hmm. here's your options and it's just like looking through. Mm-hmm. And so those complement some of the things you're doing as they are just dis- mm-hmm. making their decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And some people, I've noticed some designers who don't have photographers on their team, they will like curate some yeah. from like Pexel and Unsplash and give those photos to them. Um, but obviously we don't have to do that thing because yeah. like, we have actual photographer in you. Um, and then the last is loom. I love loom mm-hmm. so much. Loom is awesome. Um, very easily confused with zoom, but loom is way better. Um, loom we use, basically you have a free version or a paid version, but it's a way to communicate via video. Mm-hmm. So you're able to record your screen and yourself, which is nice to have that both, yeah. you know, um, the capacity to have both, or you can do one together and you're able to, I think for us, I use it a lot for when I present a concept to, to a client, like the designs, or maybe during the revision process, they're offering some feedback and it's easier just to communicate via Mm -hmm. video. And I think that one way, one time sucker is as much as we love to communicate and be in touch with clients is hopping on the phone, Mm -hmm. you know, because, um, for a lot of us, our time is allotted elsewhere, you know? And so during the day, I don't like leave time aside just to talk on the phone with clients, right? Like my days is packed with client work. And so just setting aside time randomly, you know, to chat on the phone can oftentimes be unproductive. Mm -hmm. And so being able to communicate though verbally is I think more effective in a lot of ways than email. A lot of things can get, you know, misunderstood. And so being able to do that while also showing the designs and, you know, going through this and whatever, it's really helpful to do that. And then you can record these videos. And then for, for me as well, when we set up a website for a client, I always put together a customized video library. So each video is like, how do you customize text? How do you add a video or how do you add photo content? You know, whatever it might be, there's particular videos 
geared towards that person's website, not just generic videos, to show them exactly how to maintain their website in the future, which is important so that they feel empowered and they right. can, you know, make simple edits to their website and they're not feeling powerless um, and that they have no control over their site afterwards. So those are my seven. Do you have any that you wanted to add? No. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I use that you don't use. Mine would probably be more photography yeah. geared. Yeah. But no, I love, I mean, I don't use Pexels right. because it's different yeah. for me. But one other tool that maybe isn't, that really works well for you and me communicating is voice memos. I know. Like, They're the best. Not, not necessarily a tool, but like same thing, like mm-hmm. hopping on a call. Mm-hmm. We don't have time often to do that. So we send each other voice memos Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. so that really helps us in our communication I know I feel like people always think that because I I hate texting I feel like it's just like I hate that you know yeah and and I started doing voice memo I don't know several years ago with a couple friends and then I started doing with some other people and I was shocked to see that like a lot of people don't do it it like falls flat with some people. Yes. Yeah. Like they don't, you know, they like think it's either like an old person's thing yeah. or they like just don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just like not yeah. their preferred method. And that's also worked well with some of our clients too. Yeah. It's like in that way, sending like a voice. I mean the video, I, we do the same thing mm-hmm. if you need it and like walking through. Mm-hmm. But if you like need something else also, like the, the voice memos has worked really well with some mm-hmm. of our clients. Absolutely. So yeah, that's a really no, good one. I love one. those. Yeah. Well, if you want to dive deeper, you can head to our website, onimail.com, and check out the blog post. Um, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok. We obviously are on YouTube, and um, we'd love to come, or we'd love for you to come and spend some more time with us. So We also have a HoneyBook coupon that we should, can share with people. Oh, that's yeah, a good idea. Yeah, I think for half off of the first year. Awesome. Great. Yes. We'll add that in the notes, maybe. Yeah. Great. Okay, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.